Actually, we're live right now. We're live on Facebook. How about it? What's up, Jay Blaylock? How you doing? We're talking about how to keep people engaged on social media. As you can see, this little ticker, little fancy ticker uh, going across the screen. That's what we're going to talk about this evening. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Aaron. If you didn't know, if uh, you do know, I would just encourage you to share the stream, share it with your friends, share it with your family, anybody. You might even just DM somebody that has mentioned to you in passing the past couple days, said, man, I wish I had more engagement on the social media channels. And uh, you can just direct them right here to this video because this video is for that purpose, to help that person. Uh, get more engagement, understand how engagement might work. Um, we're going to go a little bit broader uh, in this one. And then over the course of the next few weeks, we'll talk a little bit more uh, in the nitty gritty, get a little bit more surgical on the social media platforms. Um, if you have a particular platform that you'd like to learn more about, uh, please let me know in the comments. If you have a question uh, during this live stream, uh, I encourage you to ask it because I'm here to answer that question. So, um, yeah, we're going to have some fun. We're going to talk social media engagement, and then I'll upload it to the podcast later at some point. Strong Calm Podcast. That's where uh, you will find this later on. So let's just jump right into it. Strong Calm Podcast. If you didn't know, communication, community, building, and how those two things build stronger company. That's the three C's that I talk about in every episode, just about. We talk about communicate, community building, how those two things build strong company. And of course, what better way to do that than with social media? So um, I'm going to jump right into my little write up here. How to keep people engaged. Very, very important topic. Addy, how are you doing? Um, how to keep people engaged. So first step is going to be to commit to leadership. Step one, commit to leadership. So I'm going to put this banner up there. Step one, commit to leadership. So what does leadership have to do with social media engagement? You might be asking yourself, and it has a lot to do with social media engagement because Essentially, what you're trying to do when you're getting engagement is to get feedback from the audience that you have. And you might think, well, I don't really have an audience. Well, everybody has an audience, especially if you're on Facebook. Your, your audience might be the people that you graduated with. Their audience is going to be uh, your family. Your audience is going to be your friends, some you know random person that you just decided to friend one day. That's going to be your audience. It doesn't necessarily matter if it's 10 people, 20 people, or 1,000 or 10,000. You've got somebody that you're speaking to and you're trying to get the attention of. And if you're trying to get attention, if you expect to hold somebody's attention, then you need to pay attention to those people. And that is a form of leadership. Leadership is, in an essence, the ability for you to notice an opportunity, notice a direction, to, to be aware of a direction to go and to point people into that direction and say, hey, we're going this way. So an ingredient to getting engagement on social media. What's up, Kevin? What's up, Joshua Bones? What's up, man? Oh, man, I feel famous. 
uh, Joshua Bowens. If you don't know, go to I am Joshua Bowens on Instagram and follow him. He is a strong communicator. I'm going to have him on my podcast. You want to be on my podcast, Joshua? Um, he's a strong communicator for sure. He definitely knows how to get some engagement. Anyway, so but you have to commit to leadership. And when I when I'm when I what I say in saying that, I mean you are a host. You are a facilitator. You are a catalyst to a conversation on social media when you're trying to get engagement, when your objective is not just to express yourself simply, but to have a, a dialogue uh, like I'm doing on Instagram. Instagram's on fire right now with the comments. Thank you, uh, Mike, for joining the stream. He's an engaging speaker as well, a guest on the StrongCom podcast. You want to uh, commit to taking somebody somewhere. That's what you have to do. If you want to get engagement on social media, you have to say, hey, you, you have to you have to make a decision that you are going to take someone somewhere. You're going to bring up things. You're going to say you're, you're going to say, hey, here, look, I have this. Follow me. I've got this point of view. I've got this information. I've got this perspective. I've got my own life story to share with you. Um, you have to make that commitment that you are willing to bring other people along with you in this journey, whatever that journey is. So that's kind of the first step. And it's a very easy step to, it's, 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 it's kind of a, it's an easy one to, to, to gloss over. Um, but it's an important one because if you do gloss it over, then you will not, um, you really won't get the, all, all the, all the engagement that you that you hope for because you're stopping yourself short from this long-term game um, that getting a, that building audience is that building community truly is. So um, if you've got a comment, please give a comment on Facebook. I'd appreciate the feedback. Um, and if you have a question as always, just ask and I will answer it live right here. So we're going to go to step two real quick. Step two. Step two, I want to type it in my little fancy little thing here. Step two. If you want engagement, you have to do this. Post consistently. And that's probably the thing that you're not doing most of. Uh, that's the one thing that I'm seeing uh, a lot of times when people ask, you know, hey, man, I, I, you know, I'm trying to get my social media game up. Uh, what can I do to do that? Well, the, the, the very first step, other than, you know, committing to leadership and committing to, to taking that action and, and building a movement, a thing or uh, an idea of something to follow, the number two, you're going to have to post consistently. And this is kind of one on one stuff, but it's healthy to remember, because if you're not posting consistently, you're not going to get consistent engagement um, for those watching. If you have a question, please give me give me give me a question. I'd love to answer it for you. Um, so yeah, posting consistently. This is something that I, you know, struggle with. Uh, it's not something that I do, you know, like uh, I think there's a lot of people who follow in this category, the category that I'm in a lot of times, then I'll have creative bursts. So like I'll, I'll just bang out a whole bunch of posts, you know, four days, four posts or five days, 10 posts or something like that. And then I'll be dry for a very long time. I might be riding on a wave of inspiration or an idea, something like that. And then I get, um, and then I get burnt out or, or whatever. I, something happens. My commitment 
um, falls away. So if you want to get more engagement, you really do have to post consistently because that ongoing engagement is what is going to give the algorithm the information that it needs to get, uh, to, to introduce your content to other people. So um, when you're posting consistently, you're telling the whatever platform you're on, if it's Facebook, if it's Instagram, wherever, you're telling the algorithm that, hey, I'm looking for people to connect with. And then the algorithm does its magic to kind of match make your content, however you've got it um, situated to people who are looking for what you've got. So if you're not posting consistently, you're never going to get that matchmaker, that magic algorithmic matchmaker to do its job. Um, and I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's a, can be a frustrating thing that, you know, it's the content monster, you know, uh, Instagram, Facebook, all of them want more content from you, not less. Um, all of them want you to post more often, spend more time on the platform. Um, it takes a lot of time. It can take a lot of time um, to post content. But the thing that's really going to set you apart is the the amount of volume that you can put out. And of course, the quality is going to come. So um, to kind of to summarize this point a little bit, we have to, if you want more engagement on social media, you're going to have to post consistently at least one time a day, at least and from there, you're going to want to increase that. You're going to want to post more times because the more times you post, the more opportunities you create to engage with somebody else and have that person engage with you. So uh, that's a quick step to post more consistently. If you want engagement, you have to post consistently. Um, that's the only way you're going to get engagement is if you have content that will actually can be engaged with. You feel me? So moving right along, we're gonna go to step three and then I'm gonna give you three different ideas for um, content, uh, to types of content that you can post that will get you engagement and then some like pro tips at the end. So if you have a question, please give me a question. Uh, I would love to help you out right here live on air. Um, I can even share the question with my fancy video here on Facebook. Uh, Mike Smith, I try to post on all five Facebook pages and IG and Twitter. Not was not aware of algorithms, sir. I consider myself highly engaging, but not quality, not, but, but quality, not just quantity. So yeah, the algorithms are definitely the, uh, the algorithms are definitely at play, whether you're aware of them or not. And each social platform is going to be completely different. Um, and each, you know, what, what, you know, it, it, you, you might have the same exact followers on Facebook and Instagram. And those two, like you say, you say you have a thousand followers on each and they're the exact same people. Your post is going to be seen by two different people, uh, two different groups of that thousand. Um, the algorithms are really good or what dictate where your posts go. So, um, it's really important to start understanding how the algorithms work on each platform. And I'll dive deeper into those in future episodes. Um, and yeah, the quality quantity, it, you know, it's always a balance. Just remember that quality 
can be subjective, wildly subjective, is wildly subjective. Um, the only thing with quantity is that it's you're, you're really at the hands of the algorithm anyway, so you don't have to really feel bad about it. So either way you look at it, if you're like, I'm more of a quality person or I'm more, I understand I just need quantity, you need both. And don't let that keep you from posting consistently. Thanks for the question. Uh, strong communicator there. Um, all right. So number three, number three, here we go. Step three, bring something to the table. That question came from Instagram, by the way. So step three, bring something to the table, how to keep people engaged on social media. You have to bring something to the table. So I'm going to take you back to when I was serving tables. Uh, I used to, I was a waiter for years, um, throughout high school, I waited tables. I remember having a pocket of cash in my back pocket instead of a paycheck. And I was like, Oh man, I'm somebody, even though it was probably like 60 bucks or something like that after two weeks of the little Mexican restaurant anyway. But, over time in uh, waiting tables, customer service and, and waiting tables, I, I started to realize that if I really wanted to add to the guest experience, I had to start bringing something to the table, even if I just wanted to check on one thing or I couldn't see from my vantage point exactly if that, you know, if Susie, if, if Miss Susan needed, you know, extra sweet tea, um, I just needed an excuse to go over there, but I didn't want to come in empty handed. You know what I mean? So, um, even if nobody needed whatever I was bringing necessarily, the gesture is what made it count because I had a second read of the table and I could bring even more value the next trip that I came to, uh, the, the next, the next time I came around. So I just use that visual. I use that example and that story to reinforce the point of bring something to the table when you're coming to social media to engage. So if you want engage, if you want something, if you want engagement, if you want other people to give you feedback, to start getting in dialogue with people, you got to bring something. You got to bring something. You got to bring something to the table. So what is that? What are you bringing to the table right now in life? So, or what interests you? So it's time to take a deeper dive into, well, let's take some inventory. You know, what do you know about? What do people compliment you on? What is something that you love sharing? What is something that you're passionate about anyway? What is something that you think is cool? What are you into? What is something that you've focused on for five, 10 years that maybe somebody else doesn't know about that you just want to share? You know how, you know, when you're having fun, when you're having fun, the only way sometimes to add to the fun is to share it with other people. So bring something that you enjoy to the table that makes you think that makes you tick. And it's likely when you share it, it's likely to do the same thing for somebody else. And then at that point, when you have that alignment, when you have that alignment of values, you're going to spark some engagement or it might not be an alignment. Maybe it's a, uh, it's a, it's a dissonant sound dissonant being that it's kind of like off, off tune. Um, even that is going to get you some engagement. So, bring something to the table. What are you going to bring? Are you going to bring your pretty face? Are you going to bring a story? We're going to, we're going to talk about those. So Aaron, you're telling me to bring something to the table. What am I supposed to be bringing? You know, uh, great info, bro. Thank you. Hey man, thank you. I appreciate you. You are a, a, a strong communicator. Mike Wynn. Um, I've actually got your book somewhere around here. 
I've been meaning to, I'm not going to post about uh, the home uh, poetry book until I'm reading it and uh, I haven't got a chance to. So, but check out Mike Gwynn on Facebook, my friends. Anyway, I appreciate the feedback. Um, so bring something to the table. Aaron, what do I bring to the table? Let me tell you. Um, I'm going to type that up right now. First thing that you can bring to the table, bring to the table is be entertainment. All right. So if you uh, have a question, remember Facebook fam, YouTube fam, Instagram fam, uh, shoot it to me. I'll answer it. But uh, so step one, commit to leadership. Step two, post consistently. So step one, commit to leadership. If you want more engagement, commit to hosting the party, to being the catalyst of conversation, to being uh, the person that other people can turn to when they're looking for something to engage with. Do that consistently, post consistently, raise your voice because your voice matters and your voice certainly matters a lot to somebody. David Downey, what's up? Thanks for joining. And number three, you're going to want to bring something to the table. And now I'm going to tell you exactly what you should be bringing to the table. Now, it's not exactly because I don't know your whole life, but bear with me. I'm going to give you general ideas that you're going to be able to contextualize into your social strategy. So first thing that you can do when you're bringing something to the table to get more engagement on social media, that would be entertainment. Bring something entertaining. Uh, in, in these tumultuous times, in these unprecedented times, in these boring, boring adverb uh, times of brands that just say the same darn thing because we're all stuck in our house because of the virus, entertainment is absolutely valuable to just about everybody. Please take me away from this current reality because this current reality is making me fat and I and 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 breaking my bank account. So entertainment is extremely valuable on social media, as you probably already know. But how do you entertain other people when you're trying to get engagement? So entertainment defined is the action of providing or being provided with amusement or, or enjoyment, um, an event, a performance, an activity designed to entertain others, a theatrical entertainment. My friend David, who's watching just earlier, knows a lot about theatrics. Um, if we think about what's really captivating people these days, as far as entertainment goes, um, you think about TikTok, very entertaining app. What happens there? Well, people dance, people sing, people lip sync, people karaoke. There's a lot of things that are happening on TikTok that have been actually taken away from us uh, when, when people as an outlet. So when people can on their own volition go places and meet people and engage with others in person, people are dancing and people are singing and people are engaging where relating with uh, each other over music and things like that. TikTok has actually created an environment where you can actually do that right now, but maybe you're not interested in TikTok. Maybe you're interested on Facebook and, and, and Instagram. What can you do that's entertaining? Well, think about it. What can you do that's entertaining? Um, you know, this is something that I'm, I'm going to write a lot more words on and I'm just going to 
hit it. I'm going to hint at it uh, right here, but think of something that, that, that entertains you and you got to figure out how you can, you know, really bring that to life on your own terms. Um, uh, a, a friend of the show, Mandy Glasscock, uh, you can find her episode on Strong Calm Podcast. She is the owner of Dapper. They do my hair. Uh, my hair's not fixed though, so Mandy will probably kill me. But um, but Dapper does my hair and she and her husband are entertaining individuals who do dances. They just make up dances at their house and then uh, for whatever reason decide to dance also in the rain if it happens to be raining. That's something that they do that's entertaining, has really nothing to do with uh, cutting hair, but they did it in front of their mobile uh, barber, in, in front of her mobile barber shop. So uh, it's on brand, I guess, you know, because it's a, it's a fun loving thing. They share that they have fun, share all kinds of stuff. But at the end of the day, it's just a dance and it's just, you know, it's fun. So, um, let's see. Uh, Trent Spradlin asks, do you think posting for the sake of posting causes oversaturation, making people unfollow, but if content is legit, it doesn't matter. So, Thanks for the question, Trent. I appreciate you. Trent's episode, uh, he's the CMO, Chief Marketing Officer of Stonewater Roofing. Um, his episode's up now on Strong Calm Podcast. Definitely check that out. He's a master marketer. But uh, to answer the question, do you think posting for the sake of posting causes oversaturation, making people unfollow? I don't think that posting for the sake of posting, what's up, Skylar Huffley? I don't think posting for the sake of posting uh, makes uh, causes oversaturation because the algorithm controls whatever it, it controls the water over, you know, coming over the brim. You know what I mean? So like if oversaturation is here, the algorithm is always going to keep it just below because that that's really the governor. The algorithm's your only governor. So the the thing that you want to avoid though posting for the sake of posting is that you are posting for the sake of posting and you're not even thinking about who or what you're actually doing is what you're doing entertaining to somebody who follows you. Somebody followed you for a reason. Um, you can think of a lot of reasons why somebody would follow you. It might be personal relationship. It might be, uh, for, you know, or what, whatever it is, it might be related to the back catalog of content. It might be related to what you, what they anticipate you posting in the future. Um, you have to really think about that, uh, in terms of what your follower base is, but in general, people are looking at whatever po you've posted in the past or what other people have told you and making a decision to follow you after that in hopes and anticipation of getting more content like that. So if you're going to post just for the sake of posting, for example, if I just posted the same cup every single day, um, it's going to turn some people off and it's not, they might not even, un they might not even unfollow me. But Instagram's going to notice that, man, this guy's posted the same dumb red cup for the past seven days. And Susie Q, who always engaged with his content, uh, hasn't engaged with his content in the last six cup posts. I'm going to stop. I'm going to, I'm going to stop sharing this post with Susie Q from Aaron Dunn, Dunn's account, because it's not engaging. She doesn't like that. And this is the algorithm talking. And if she doesn't like that, she's going to kick off the platform um, if she keeps seeing it. So I'm going to show her, 
this other thing. And then all of a sudden you, your account has disappeared into the ether and possibly to never return unless you start posting something that Suzy Q is actually interested in. The algorithms are very advanced. That's how they make some of the decisions. Um, so to, if I hope that answers your question. Um, you know, I don't think you can get oversaturation, but like Trent kind of answered himself, if the content is legit, it doesn't matter. So the algorithm is going to work it out for you. Don't worry about it, but just make your content as legit as possible as you can. Um, make it as legit as you can. So back to the, back to my thing, entertainment. So, um, make something entertaining. Uh, I tease this. So I'm going to write about this subject more after I do some more research because I feel that it's worth a deep dive, but anyway, not to get too nerdy, three pillars of entertainment by uh, rapper, Jack Harlow, sex, drugs, and violence, which is kind of crazy. I mean, to think about on a, you know, uh, on a, on a, on a Monday night, Monday night live stream. But he talks about that in, uh, one of his interviews about, you know, the three pillars of entertainment. And of course this is coming from a rapper. So it kind of makes sense, but sex, drugs, and violence being those things. And then I started to think about it in my marketing mind. I was like, Hmm, you know, there's an awful lot of, uh, sex, drugs, and violence that fill up my feed all the time. If it isn't, um, you know, if it isn't scantily clad Instagram models or uh, chicks in bathing suits dancing some TikTok video, sex, um, it's going to be some, uh, it, you know, to, 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 to step away from sex a little bit, it's going to be some kind of romance or it's going to be some sort of breakup. It's going to be some sort of, you know, uh, celebrities getting married or not getting married or something like that relationships. So think of that in that sphere and then drugs being, you know, what mind altering substances, there's an awful lot of memes and content, uh, created, uh, based on what people find entertaining with, uh, drugs and alcohol, uh, especially, you know, wine memes and things like that. Um, another pillar of entertainment being violence. I mean, you think about, uh, it, it's, it's kind of twisted to think about violence and as, as entertainment, but you think about the deluge of content that comes out of the news, you know, if it bleeds, it leads, what is going viral? Most of the it has something to do with violence, violence against black people, violence against white people, violence against women, violence against somebody, you know, nobody likes to see that, but everybody engages with it. So just use that um, as a as a, as as part of your toolkit um, when you're trying to get engagement for yourself. Now that's not to say that you have to start posting the bad news, but it might just be like, well, I do know that everybody's posting about um, violence and things like that, and that might be, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to. Uh, uh, play with the concept of it, but this is subject matter that people find engaging. Entertainment is engaging. So I'm going to bring this subject matter to light in my own way. I'm going to contextualize this subject matter, whatever it might be, um, in the, in the realm of entertainment into my world. Okay. So not to go too deep on, uh, on one pillar here on one little deal, but entertainment is a factor into getting engagement. So hopefully that helps you. If you have a question, uh, go on Facebook or YouTube and ask me the question and I'll give you an answer. Um, 
the next thing, the next thing, make your content educational. Boom. I've got a little, I've got a little thing. So, um, educational content is a piece of the content puzzle to get engagement. So, um, for example, uh, I'll give you a quick one. Um, July 4th was just the other day. I actually happened upon from content that I just, that hits me marketing material that hits me. It was, a an excerpt of one paragraph out of this, uh, thing that hit my inbox. Thomas Jefferson was 33 years old when he wrote the declaration of independence and me being 30, I just thought that was mad. Interesting, super interesting. Never thought about it that way or never really realized that. I guess I knew he was kind of an older guy or younger guy, but I didn't know. And it makes sense considering the life expectancy of people around that time was a really old or uh, really young in today's terms, like 50 something or 60 something. uh, If you didn't die before then. So, but I mean, think about that. 33 years old. Wow. That's a, that's an impressive thing to do to just say, you know, give the finger, give the old uh, American finger to the, to the, to the British government when you're 33 years old and saying, no, I think I'm going to stay here and start my own country and not obey your rules. Anyway, that's why it's interesting to me. I thought it might be interesting to other people. So I just put that fact out there. Thomas Jefferson wrote the declaration of independence at 33 and then I put a little American flag emoji and it got a lot of engagement. Why? Because it's a probably it's a it's a little known fact. Nobody really thinks about it that much. Uh, it was July 4th. So people are on social media. Um, that little American, you know, it was relevant to uh, what was happening and it was insightful. It was something that was like educational. It was like, oh, I didn't know that. Now I know that. And it makes me think differently. So got a lot of comments, got a lot of likes, got a lot of reach on the Facebook. Um, didn't get as much on Instagram, but there's, there's nuances there. Like uh, it doesn't necessarily matter where I get the engagement. I'm going to try on one. I'm going to try on another, see where it happens. Turns out Facebook, it was way better for that platform because of the way that the text rolled out instead of the image. Um, so it fed it to more people. So anyway, in educational content is something that you can uh, count on in your back pocket to get engagement from people as long as it's relevant and actually um, worthwhile. You know, you can educate somebody. You can educate somebody. Actually, I was about to say you can educate somebody with a bunch of bullcrap science, but at the same time, that bullcrap science is actually going to get you some engagement. I've got some, I've got a friend. I don't know if he's on here. Uh, on, on, I don't know if he's watching, but shout out to Rob. Uh, he's posting a bunch of stuff and I love it. I eat it up uh, a bunch of stuff about flat earth and how the moon landing was fake. And I mean, like I engage with it. I like it. I think it's great. I think it's really interesting. Uh, the, the case and the arguments that he puts out. Um, I don't agree. I don't believe it for a second, but I love the fact that he's doing it because it's just really entertaining to me to watch the threads grow and for him to be so invested in, uh, sharing this information. So it's educational, I don't know if it's accurate. I don't know if it's true, but it's certainly educational. And it's not only educational for um, other people, but it's also educational to who is this guy? (laughs) What is he doing? Anyway, so educational content. How can you educate? What do you know that I don't? Answer that question. What do you know that I don't? What do you know that you wish I knew? 
What is something that you learned recently that inspired you to a different level? What is something that you learned recently that challenged you? What is something that you could teach me in one sentence, in two sentences, in five sentences? It can all fit on a Facebook post, Instagram post, LinkedIn post. What is something that you could teach me? Um, educational content is really, really, really engaging. That's why YouTube is created, I mean, billions of dollars uh, for people over the over the course of uh, time. But like even recently, this guy made like dad videos or something like that recently. He's like getting super viral. Uh, I think he set a record for the, the fastest growth of some sort. I don't know the numbers, but because he's like doing like stuff you wish your dad taught you videos, like how to change a tire, that, that kind of stuff. And just getting super engaged, you know, super, super, uh, super, super engagement because it's helpful. It's informational and people need the info. So, uh, educational content, super, super, inf- uh, important to getting engagement. I encourage you to educate somebody on your expertise, on what's happening in the world, and you will get engagement for it. No matter, no, really no matter what. Um, thanks for, uh, liking the post on, on Facebook. I appreciate it. Uh, I want to shout out to the people, the likers today, uh, Connor Marley, Jeremy Jones, Michael Gwynn, Chris Patton, Trent Spradlin, J. Michael Smith, Daniel Gutierrez. Some of these you might notice a strong calm podcast fam. Um, really appreciate the uh, engagement there, my friends. Uh, if you have a question, feel free to ask it and I'll give you an answer. Before we go, uh, I've got one more, one more tip. This is this one's quitter. This one's a little bit. Um, this one's a little tailored to me. You've heard entertaining. You've heard educational. But I'm gonna give you a. I'm gonna give you a word. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna educate you on this word. You probably heard it. It's not like it's a super fancy word, but um, edification. So you want to entertain. You want to educate. Those are two things that you can do as a leader, as somebody committed to getting engagement. Um, the third, I think this is something that the real, the real, real, uh, people who are committed, this is what they do. They edify, they edify. And what does edify mean? So edification, edifying, um, the act of edifying or the state of being edified or improved a building process, especially morally, emotionally, or spiritual, uh, spiritually, it's a building or an edifice. So imagine, imagine this, that you're starting just with foundation. You're starting with dust. You're starting with just the bare bones. What I'm trying to do with strong calm, right? I'm trying to help people who want to build something, um, not just for themselves, but for others as well. And that's what I'm trying to do for myself. I'm trying to build a, a, a community, you know, strong calm, communication, community building, how it builds strong company, whether that's the company that you're building like a business or the company that you keep like the people. So what I want to do is edify you, the listener, the watcher, the person that is engaged with me. I want to build you up. I want to help you become a better, stronger communicator. I want to help you find ways to build community or to be a part of a community in a greater degree so you can achieve the success that you want to have. So I'm going to encourage you to do the same. If you want engagement, you're going to want to edify 
your audience, build them up, make them feel special, make them feel recognized. Just like I said, Hey, and this is not all just, you know, ninja tactics that I'm trying to do. I really am appreciative of the likes and the comments and the, and your attention, but it's also a way for these seven people to feel this recognition. And you know what it's going to do? It's going to build more engagement. See what I'm saying? So I'm just letting you into a little bit of this strong, calm philosophy, this community building philosophy. What I know is that uh, in, in my experience is that when I when when whenever I'm in a room, right, and I'm with a group and I'm recognized for what I've been doing or I, I have somebody building into me, I have somebody that's fueling my fire that is taking me from foundation and dust and, and giving me the mortar that I need to lay on another brick, if that's morally, emotionally, or spiritually, then I'm ready to, I'm ready to continue. I'm ready to uh, go to that next level. I'm starting to feel confident. I'm starting to find progress. And anytime I'm going to find progress, if I'm going to progress, I'm going to start trusting that resource for greater things for the next thing. So edification, figure out how you can edify your audience, not just entertain them with a dance, not just, uh, or, or, or whatever sex, drugs, and rock and roll, whatever it might be, educate them with whatever, you know, you can teach. Those two things are important, but also think about how can I actually build this person up? It might be through the educational block. It might be through, you know, making somebody laugh. Um, but also think about, you know, the whole person, that whole component and like, where are we, where are we going with this thing? So that's why I share, you know, books from my bookshelf. That's why I share quotes from other people. That's why I curate all the things that I'm interested in, in a different way and try to repackage it to, to help other people. Um, because I want to build people up in a lot of different ways and, uh, I'm finding resources and I'm finding things that build me up. So I just share that. See what I'm saying? So edification, that's just a little extra bonus point, uh, for you today. Uh, I hope you can find some value in that. I hope you can, uh, find a way that it might apply and you can share that content or what have you to get engagement. Uh, please let me know. Uh, if you, if you want to go down that path a little bit longer, um, or if you find a, you know, find a piece of content like, Hey, Aaron, I think this is uh, educational. Do you think this would be entertaining? Hey, what does that big fancy word edification even mean? And I'm going to be like, well, I think it means this. <laughs> um, and we can keep talking about it anyway. Um, so to wrap up, to wrap up tap into community. I've got this as a bullet point for myself. Tap into the community. So one post that uh, I got a lot of engagement on the other day on Facebook was a story that I told. I said, um, you know, the car business taught me and that's what that's what I started it with. The car business taught me. And what I I didn't really I was just trying to tell a story. And uh, I told the story about, um, you know, the car business taught me that, you know, the day one, you know, of a, of a month, uh, is a chance for a new beginning. I mean, you don't really get a chance in the car business. It it is a new beginning because you start from however many cars you sold last month to zero on uh, day one. So the mindset is 
this is a new beginning. It's time to make it again. So I, I just kind of have that habitually in, inside me now. But I, I told that story and just to encourage somebody else to edify. You see what I'm doing here? And um, it got a share from uh, my friend Mike Coates and it got uh, some engagement. And then I started to think about it. I was like, wow, I didn't even realize what I was doing. But I wanted to share this like little tip with you is that I tapped into the community of people in my social circle, in my network of uh, Facebook friends, right, that know me through the car business or that remember that I was in the car business. So it might not have been the thing. They might've liked it because of the, the, the image that I've hosted with it, right? Or the, just the sentiment of starting over. But what I did do was tap into that community of people in my network. I spoke to them specifically. I started to say, I, I said, when I was in the car business. So anybody that's in the car business or anybody that knows me because I sold them a car and I added them uh, to my Facebook network, they're immediately going to recollect and remember all those memories. I'm tapping into that community and those shared experiences that me and that other individual have, making it more engaging for that person because it feels like, oh, I shared this aspect of my life with this individual. I feel compelled to like his post, (laughs) which is, you know, it it can be so, it can seem so frivolous, you know, when you think about that. But at the same time, that is engagement. That's, that is what's going to keep us bonded is because I tapped into our, uh, our shared experience. So tap into community, think about the group of people that you're trying to engage with, uh, with all of your content. And we're going to talk about targeting, uh, a little bit more in a future episode, but I just wanted to be sure that I, I mentioned that while it was fresh on my mind. Um, ultimately we want to have people that, um, identify, you want to have people that identify you, when uh, people identify with you, that leads to sharing, uh, the sharing of values and the sharing of to, to a greater extent. And that, that increases reach and things like that. And then you want ultimately people to advocate for you. But that's, that's for another podcast. So to recap real quick, commit to leadership. Commit to leadership. Uh, commit to being the host, the facilitator, the person that is going to... Um, Share their voice when others are quiet. That's what you have to do um, to get engagement. That's the that's the way to start. You're going to want to post consistently. You're going to want to share your voice consistently so people can count on you. Start trusting that you're going to be a voice for whatever you're going to be a voice for. Bring something to the table. Make sure it has some value, some something tangible, some some weight, something. Have it be something. It doesn't necessarily, it, it doesn't, don't, comp- don't get yourself in the comparison game of saying, well, it's not that. Well, it's not that. It's yours. So make it yours and post with confidence. Um, but just be sure that you're bringing something. Uh, make it entertaining. Make it educational. Make it where it edifies and builds somebody else up. And then start tapping into the community of people that uh, you want to speak with, that you want to engage with, that you want to have conversations have conversations with and you'll be well on your way to getting more engagement on social media so 
this is very much a full, uh, the kind of philosophy around engagement on on social media. Uh, not so much tactics on particular platforms. I'm more than happy to start talking about that if you want. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, even even though I'm not super super great at that. Um, and uh, we can we can talk more about platform specific algorithm stuff if you want. Um, I'll be talking about target audience here uh, at, at some point. But at any time, if you ever want uh, extra help, just slide into the DM. Instagram is Aaron Dunn Works, and uh, I'd be happy to help. Thank you so much for watching this or for listening to it on the Strong Calm Podcast. Uh, I appreciate your engagement with me. I appreciate you listening. And uh, don't forget to share with a friend, to subscribe to the YouTube channel, to subscribe to the podcast, to, I don't know, click a button just for you, boy. I'd appreciate it. So um, have a great rest of your evening. Um, Stay strong, my friends. Talk to you soon.